Hey, this is Jeff. Grab yourself a cup of coffee and join us at the table as we talk to another great leader about faith, church, and leadership. Welcome to the Leadership Drip. Welcome back to the Leadership Drip, Rob. My coffee's hot. The weather's hot here in Cleveland, Tennessee. It is springtime, and we are putting a wrap on some things. We're we wrapping are. up uh, season four. Speaking of wrapping. Speaking of wrapping. <laughs> Jeff just rolled his eyes. For some reason, I just keep hearing this song, Tag Team, back again. I don't know. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you seen the commercial where they do it in the, uh, they do about dessert, chocolata, chocolata? Yes. That's yeah. why it's on my mind, because I'm dreaming of the chocolata, chocolata scoop. Chocolata. I, can't, I can't unhear chocolata now. It was on, total side note, we are already yeah. off track, which is not a surprise if you're a regular no, listener. So that's cool. Um, I was listening to Sirius XM 90s on 9, and that song came on. And I think instead of the chocolata, which is, I think, what they say. I can't I can't say for sure, but um, I think I was deep in the chocolata. So, was, chocolate, and I'm scooping well, it as I'm driving. Scooping it as I'm driving. If you guys have any indication where our mentality is, it usually centers around good tacos, good food, good yes. chocolate. So, all, of, all, all the things. And coffee. And the coffee, of course, yeah. But, yeah, no, seriously, we're back on the show. It's great to be back, and we are. We're wrapping up some things. I mean, it's been a been a crazy season on our show, just like um, everyone else's life through this whole year of just COVID pandemic conversations, and we're wrapping yeah. up a tremendous season of the podcast, our highest download season yet. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Thank and, you for if you're a new yeah. listener, thank you for partnering with us, joining with us. We really hope that these episodes have had some impact on your leadership on on your local church and your local ministry um we do it because it's fun but we also do it because we want to help people absolutely absolutely and we also have some sad news today oh sad news sad that's very news. energetic about sad news but you were news? really excited about this sad news. <laughs> i thought it was good news the sad news is our star producer absolutely our our incredibly gifted talented producer Mm-hmm. This will be her last podcast with us because she is graduating from the university. We love that. We love that. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And she is moving back to where I came from, back to L.A. Wow. SoCal, right? SoCal. So Alexa on the show, we've already said it 100,000 times off the show, but on the show, you're a star. We love you. Thank you so much. And... uh the leadership drip will never be the same without you. We, we do appreciate you, Alexa. And listen, I'm just going to be out there and say, if you're in California and need someone who produce sound, video, any of those things, Alexa is an incredible talented, asset. Talented. And we've had some SoCal people on the show. Yeah. We may be reaching out to them. If you're listening, SoCal friends, find us. Hey, hit us up. Alexa's your, your girl for your job. But... In other news that's not so sad, we've had incredible guests on the show, Rob. Fantastic and, guests. Like, I was looking down the list. Uh, we really started the year, the school year, and, and so we, we operate our seasons kind of around the school year. Yeah, semester. Right. We met with uh, with Ben Stewart from Passion City, mm-hmm. D.C. We mm-hmm. went down a list of incredible pastors, Benning Lipshire, Samuel Rodriguez. We had some influencers like My Unique Inez and, and Hannah Granowski from uh, Generation Distinct. We've had 
childhood heroes, Daryl Strawberry, on the show. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. We talked home runs with Daryl Strawberry, and he just wanted to preach. Yes. I was like, tell me more about the home runs, Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. I want to know how you hit the ball so hard. <laughs> um, and we just wrapped up with and Mark some, And some faith heroes. Oh, yeah. Like like John Bevere. I mean, that was such, an, imp- that was such an important conversation for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. On a personal level. So What our guests don't know is we had met John off the air. I think we'd said it on the show. Yeah, we yeah. met John off air when we interviewed his wife Lisa and was super kind to us. Um and and listen, his blessing, like I don't know if you remember the end of that episode, but he comes on and he goes, I just feel the Lord so much on this podcast. And that sort of fatherly blessing over that was like like yeah. lifeblood. It was like energetic and it incredible. Was, it was awesome. And then we had some really cool, just amazing leaders. Like uh, Sam Chan, oh, that was a great conversation. Sean Lovejoy, Derwin Gray, mm-hmm. um, some world changers like Justin Gibney, yeah. Beth Moore. Uh, I mean, just it's just been an incredible season for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I I was reflecting and and sure we can take credit for sending the email and going, hey, do you yeah. want to be on our show? But the credit and the glory has got to go to God because I don't know how these people keep saying yes to our our show. And, like, we, we're doing it for you guys, the listener. We want you to engage with these incredible leaders. But we're always blown away when incredible guests say, hey, I want to come on your show. Some of them have found us, which I don't know even yeah. how. And some of them, their people have found us. Um, if they only knew how truly uncool we are. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you confess these things on the air? Because it's fun. <laughs> but we're we're we couldn't say anymore like how grateful we are for the guests that have come on. And, yeah. And some of our guests also listen to the show, and we want to say thank you for giving your time, your wisdom, your insight. Um, your your key takeaways and just just being friends of ours, yeah. Um, people that that we had no business being friends with are now friends, and we call friends, and it's it's incredible, yeah. all because of this show. And it's been really cool to to see how the kingdom investment, you know, just translates across yeah. so many different spectrums of life, of leadership, of influence, and. Um, man, it, and it's also kind of cool to see kind of some of the patterns that have evolved from these yeah. conversations um, about some things that we have sort of felt even before we started the podcast, okay. right? Yeah, Just yeah. really a lot of confirmation, some patterns, some some heavy conversations, but uh, it's it's been it's been just an amazing kingdom investment. And Jeff and I, I mean, we always. We always just kind of approach this podcast again because we're we're not big social media influencers. We no. don't have thousands and thousands if you don't of follow followers. Us, you should though, right? Whatever, but yeah, please do. Like we appreciate that. But but we've always approached it as a steward what God has given you, and He mm-hmm. will take care of the rest. And so I think that's how we've approached the podcast, and I think that has been one of the main reasons why we've been able to have some of these absolutely incredible conversations. It's a, it's a biblical principle. And, and we, I mean, talk about and around the Bible a lot. We don't really always get preachy, but the biblical principle is if you're faithful with little, God will give you more. Yeah. And I think what we've really just tried to do is be faithful with a little. Yeah. Um, I, I reflect back and we started with, with guys like Los Witt, who we need to get back on the show. Yeah. He's yeah. Done yeah. Some things since we talked to him, he's been involved in a critical conversation that we probably need to jump into. Uh, guys like Carson Case, like that's way back early. Yeah. Beth McCord and your Enneagram coach. We just want to know more about the Enneagram. Those were the early first seasons, and and God has just sort of, sort of kept bringing kingdom influencers across our path. Um, 
to weird connections and just being being the Lord opening doors we could never open. Some of those we've named a lot of names, and this yeah, is like this yeah, is yeah. like asking you who your favorite child is, which you never say. You'd love them all differently, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But because it's a podcast, we can have some favorites. Who has been in the last year? Probably your favorite, maybe top three guests. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, again, like you, having a favorite is not possible for me because I don't have a favorite chocolate. I don't have a favorite color. That is true, right? Send chocolate to Rob. I don't have I don't have a favorite car. You know, I don't have favorites. Like I have genres of preference, right? <laughs> so, so when I think about this past season specifically, and of course we could talk about the whole podcast, but this past season specifically, I think some of my 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 favorite conversations uh, for different reasons. Uh, one, just John Bevere on a personal level, right? Yeah. And I've already mentioned that, so I don't need to go into it. But that was a huge moment in my life. When a leader like John Bevere, not not in the podcast, but before, I'm talking uh, 15 years ago, when I encountered his book, Beta Satan, yeah. and the difference that made in my life and kind of helping me get over some some of the issues of offense in my own life and, and the forgiveness and the story that came after that. But anyway, that was one of my favorites because it was like a full circle conversation we, we for me. We had talked about John, Be- John Bevere's Beta Satan book probably two or three years before. Yeah. Oh, like before, it, it probably a year before we even started the podcast, we'd had that conversation. Yeah, yeah. and I think another one of my favorite guests. Um, gosh, between there were two leadership gurus we had on the the podcast this year, this this particular season, San Chan, San, Sean Lovejoy. I mean, these guys do leadership for a living, and they're like best friends. I found out after the fact. Oh yeah, which is hilarious, right? Yeah. And and so uh, both of them uh, have been. To Lee, they know, both know about Lee. They both are aware of of who we are, but both of them have reached out to us personally on a personal level, yeah. and like encouraged us, and like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. They've been yeah. very responsive on a personal level. So I think those are that was, those were two of my two of my favorite guests, just because at the end of the day, this this podcast is about helping leaders understand how to influence the next generation, right? How to engage them, how to um, employ them and deploy them into the kingdom work now, right? So, and and these guys spoke directly to that. So those were two of my favorite episodes, just because they were so raw leadership oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah Granowski was you loved incre- Hannah. I loved Hannah, and we've talked. Hannah and I have talked a couple yeah, times. We're after, trying to get her here to leave. Yeah, actually, we're trying to get her to leave here in the fall. Hopefully, that'll work out. Um, gosh, I mean, that was such a great conversation about Generation Distinct and and the work that they're doing there. The great part about that, that nobody knows, we, we may have mentioned yeah. it, but nobody knows is we recorded that episode and everything fell apart and we lost the episode. So we had to talk to Hannah a second time. Yeah. And both conversations, the one that came out on the air, the one even that didn't, were incredible conversations. And she's a great young leader. Like, if you're not following Hannah, Go listen to that episode and make sure to follow Generation Distinct. They're doing some ridiculously yeah. incredible things. And I guess the funnest episode, Daniel Fusco. Oh, good time. Right? I mean, dude is just straight joy. Joy on a pocket. I mean, he's straight joy in a box is what yeah. he is. He's just, he, he was a great, great conversation. Um, just a lot of fun. So, I mean, gosh, I mean, all of them had such amazing points. Uh, it, it's it's really difficult to me so, for so pick I'm a favorite. So I'm going to name the one we, you didn't name. Yes. And that's Aunt Beth. And Beth oh, Moore yes. was uh, Auntie Beth. Auntie Beth, as she's affectionately known by actually a couple of students here who know her directly. Um, 
what what truth she spoke like like her her mm-hmm. capacity to remember biblical things and just off the cuff bring them to the table was ridiculous yeah um and she's she's the real deal like she was Absolutely. as authentic on with us even off the air as she was on the air she is like legit the real deal and and just as enjoyable she was funny um and man after the show some of the stuff that has evolved in her life after yeah. the show um, it's just been incredible. And to see her lead through that moment as well, it's just been, it's been fantastic. And, um, and they've become a friend of the show. Yeah. They've become a friend of the show. Yeah. And, and I just think the conversations we had with her are so critical to the local church right now. Yeah. So that was awesome. Yeah. Awesome show. And, and it was good to some of the other episodes I enjoyed, um, speaking to young leaders, you know, we love young leaders. Yes. So Charlie Hughes. Yes. Great young man. Uh, my unique in so we got, Coastal people, my unique's West Coast. Charlie Hughes is in Florida, yeah, um, and they're both leading young adult ministries and doing well at that. And so it was great to sort of be in those conversations and talk to them and hear what they're seeing, what they're doing, because it informed us. Those are the moments we talk about that reverse mentoring piece, where right. suddenly we're students at the table with people younger than us, right? And that's so important. Um, I'm at Daryl Strawberry was like, listen. I only took the episode because his, like, and I'm going to confess this, his team pitched the book to us. So like, hey, do you want to talk to Daryl Strawberry? And I was like, every day, all day. Like, <laughs> I grew up watching the guy hit home runs. I don't care if he, about the book or not. If Daryl Strawberry wants to have a conversation, yeah, let's have a conversation. And it was a great book. And I think, I think that conversation is so interesting from all the rest. You set it apart because here's someone whose success level was enormous. Enormous, yeah. Outside of the spectrum. Hall of fame. Yeah. Outside the bubble of this Christianity famous thing, that which was a whole other conversation yeah. to talk about, um, and has faithfully given his life to the Lord to serve Him, uh, it was just such a cool conversation to, to. And he still talks about the joy of playing baseball, but the the preacher, the the evangelist in him, just spilled out in that episode. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun to talk to him. Um, so that was good. I mean, those are those are the ones that I remember. Like, I t- called my dad and I said, Dad. You'll never guess who we're having on the podcast. I'm Daryl Strawberry, and he's like, "You gotta send me the episode." I think I sent the, I sent the book to my dad, like, because he's a bigger baseball fan than I am. So what's a so maybe? And again, we want to be students. It's yeah, yeah. One of the pieces of the puzzle of this podcast is that we are not the experts in the room. We're we're just students like everybody else. So what's one thing you think you learned from these guests that you've taken away and implemented in your own life? Man, that's a that's a tough one. But I, I think on a personal level. Um, the pastoral um, encouragement and the pastoral sort of insight and vision. And I think of three, three, three episodes, Derwin Gray, yeah. Sammy Rodriguez, and Mark Clark. On a pastoral, as a personal, pa- like this is, this is what I do, right? I'm the campus pastor mm-hmm. of Lee University. But before that, I was in pastoral, lo- local church pastoral ministry for 20 years. But point is, on a pastoral level, I think those three guys spoke spoke something into me personally that I learned about myself um, in terms of dreaming. And we've talked a lot on Jeff and I have talked a ton about dreaming and we'll talk about maybe some dreams later that are coming to fruition for both of us. But, um, but just, just that ability to step into the God given desires of your life with great courage. Yes. Risk. Um, and just doing that with such, um, integrous character which would seem to be like 
you know, the backbone of those conversations yeah. about being true to who God has called you to be and what God has called you to do about not trying to be someone else or model yourself after someone else's calling or, or whatever. Like we learn yeah. something from everybody, but just that permission to live authentically how God has called me to live in my calling in my pastoral role in my ministry, I think was, and it's something did I learn cognitively? No. Is it something that I learned spiritually to apply? I think so. I, I think that's the the principle. I, like some of the information we've heard is n- new. Some it's not. Some of it's just the echoes of what the Holy Spirit's already been dealing with us yeah. on. We talk about that a lot off a the lot. air. Is like when we walk away from a conversation, we're like, ah, oh, that dug at me, and God had already been talking about that. And here's a friend and a guest coming on saying those same things, and it's just like, yeah. Um, I remember Sam Chan saying, like, when, he's such a quippy. Like, he, he makes yeah, yes. things very memorable. He goes, the only person who starts at the top is the person digging a hole. Yeah. And that was such a good reminder that we're all sort of working to grow. Yeah. Like, and move forward. And, and if we if we start at the top, there's only one way to go, and that's down. Um, and Sam has ha- – I've had some conversations with Sam and Sean Lovejoy, like you said. And they are leadership gurus, and they are making – deep investments in people and they made a deep investment in our, in our leadership and still are. Yeah. Concurrently. And and, and in our, our, our listeners. I mean, like I think those are episodes that you need to probably listen to once or twice a month. If you're a leader, because it was such deep leadership insight, um, into, into just basic leadership, church leadership, spiritual leadership. Um, I love Sean Lovejoy's sort of, uh, definition of success. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about numbers. It was about my about his family and his time, and and those measures, and not about how well you're doing the other stuff, but how well you're doing things at home and in your own life. Yeah, um, and that was really sort of a great reminder, especially the season I'm in is like, hey, I got to make sure I take care of that before I, I run right into these other other things. Um, and I think some other great lessons we we got out of this season and, and these are probably more, um, these are probably more difficult conversations, right? So, uh, the conversation we had with both Derwin and with Justin Gibney, right? Uh, in case you don't know, Jeff and I are white in case you couldn't tell that. I don't know if that's <laughs> living in the South, living in the South. Right. Um, and so we had two really awesome conversations, difficult, Mm-hmm. Not not because of of belief differences, but because the perspective is is different, right? So we talked a lot about the issue of race and church and yeah. culture, and how how our faith plays out with justice and mercy, and and I think you know with Derwin, man, he just went on a rail through the Book of Philippians, so just good. So, good. so good, and then the work that Justin is doing with the And campaign, and this guy is he's. He's an African American. Mm-hmm. He's a Democrat. He's in po- politics and government. Vanderbilt educated lawyer. Vanderbilt educated lawyer and football player. Like our stories are so different, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But but it was a powerful conversation that I think was a unifying conversation because it really helped me personally get some perspective on a lot of things that students on our campus who are students of color yeah. are going through, how we can minister to them better, how we can serve them better, how we can love them better and how I can, how I can educate myself better. Right. Yeah. Um, I do not claim to have attained it. Right. But, 
but those things, you know, I press on towards the high calling, which is in Christ. And so just th- those were challenging conversations, but extremely helpful. Well, I had both those as the most challenging conversations of the season. Um, mm-hmm. Not that those guys were not personable and enjoyable. They oh, no, were. they were fantastic. Um, but entering the conversation, especially with Justin Gibney, about race, about politics, on the heels of, of the 2020 election and all the things that have happened yeah. in the United States the last you know, 12, 18 months that have sort of been in the news and in the, in the forefront. Um, I just remember him saying about politics, and he's a Democrat, and he's, he's saying it's okay to be sort of political, politically homeless. Right. And that just resonated with me because I, I don't side heavily one way or another. I, I kind of find myself a lot of times in between. And he went on this whole like sort of understanding and helped Really, me, if nobody else got anything from it, I got from, yeah, yeah. from it, that we have to be engaged in civics, engaged in politics from a kingdom mindset, not a political party. Right. And that was so freeing because I hadn't heard anybody else say that. Yeah. And it was just really empowering for me and to, to have that conversation. Um, and Derwin, I, I don't know if you remember this, he confessed he was like 20% European or something based on the DNA test. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Like, and he was just like, it was just so like interesting and he was so engaging about, about that. And, and really the challenge of the church to be multi-ethnic. Yeah. Um, which we know here where we sit in our, our context is not very pop, not, not that's not popular. It's, it's challenging to do. Yeah. Um, and so that was a great conversation about being a multi-ethnic church and how you go about that. Um, a conversation that that was as interesting was James Emery White, yes, in the the Generation Z conversation yes. because those came almost back to back. They're yeah, yeah. maybe a couple weeks apart, but it was this idea that that really about if you want to grow young and you want to grow multi ethnic, you have to begin platforming people of color, platforming young people. There was sort of this continuous conversation that if that's the way you want to move your church, young and multi ethnic. You got to start engaging and bring bring younger leaders in and people of color in, and and how you hire, how you platform, how you celebrate leaders affects that. Yeah, and, and just he he was just another guy who spoke into that um, transformational authenticity about not trying to be someone you are not. I mean, he just I mean, he just flat out said, "Listen, I'm I'm sixty, I'm white, and I'm not cool." But you know what I'm saying, like. But he's the adult in the but room. He's, but he's the adult in the room, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he, and so it's, it's, it's the character, it's the investment, it's the transformational living that, that brings young people to his church. He doesn't dress hip. He doesn't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the stylistic stuff is one, one, yeah. one thing, but anyway, that was, that was also think, a great I think conversation. you said anybody who dresses in skinny jeans makes him want to throw up. <laughs> I think I was wearing skinny jeans that day. Well, I think skinny jeans on their way out, which means I got to change God. My, I got to change my wardrobe again. You know what like, I'm saying? I think the whole, like I was wearing a shirt yesterday and I was like, I think Rob saw me in this shirt in 1998 when I came to leave. <laughs> Not the same shirt, but the same style. Same so. style. Um, anything you wish you could take back this year? I mean, anything that oh, like, man. I don't know if we said anything on the air that's going to like like keep us from a job, but yeah, I, I don't know that there's anything I would I would take back. How about this? A question you wish you to ask a guest? Oh, geez, bro, man, we didn't prep for this. Um, a question I wished I would have asked. I wish I would have asked a, a couple leaders, will, will you adopt me personally as your, as your project? Yes. That's a question I wish I would have asked a couple leaders. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Will you teach me your ways? Yes. Okay. Yes. Be my, be my Jedi, Jedi yeah. master. Yeah. Yeah. Be as, as Nacho Libre says, teach me your ways. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I didn't prep for this one either, but there's, I feel like anytime you get to the table of leaders, there's always more questions to ask. Yeah. Um, just from like, I know we had 30 minutes with John Bevere and he gave us like 40. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved to hear more of, of the, him and Lisa's story, how they went from, it's in the book, but I'd love to hear him tell it, how they went from youth pastors to itinerant ministers to just this ministry thing they did. Yeah. And that process and how the Lord walked them through that. Um, maybe we'll get that opportunity at some point. Yeah, at some point. Um, you know, again, I, I think James Henry White come back to the conversation and probably because I was writing my thesis a lot on youth ministry at the time. Um, I had probably 20 more questions like, and I like, so what happened is we had the conversation. I had skimmed the books and then I like deep dived into meet generation Z and rise of the nuns, which I would recommend anybody buy thrift yes. books. You can buy them like super cheap there. And there's like so many questions out of that book. And I was like, I need to have another conversation with him because I yeah. got like, 12 questions now. Yeah. Um, and here, here's the principle. I think if we principle it out, especially young leaders who listen, please catch this. And I didn't know I was going to teach today, but I'm going to teach a minute. When you get around a leader, have more questions than answers. When you get around anybody in any leadership setting. Yeah. Because somebody always has something to teach you. And if you come in thinking you have an answer to something, odds are you don't. Yeah. So young leaders, youth pastors, young adult leaders, if you want to lead in any setting... If you get in the room with anybody who's led anything, come with questions. Yeah. Because that's they're going to teach you something. Yeah. I mean, that's a Maxwell principle. I mean, that's some, it's the same Chan principle. It's, I mean, that's just the leadership rule in general, right? But it's not um, one we honor be a learner. very well. It'd be a learner. Yeah. So it's not one we honor very well. So uh, we're not done yet. We're, no. we, we have a new season coming out. Um, we begin recording on that. Actually, we're recording next week. Next week. We have yeah. some episodes coming up. Um, as we move forward, anybody who you go, Hey, come on the show. We want to have you. Who's your dream guest. Okay. Uh, so a couple dream guests I have this semester, one, one or two of which I'm already working on. Come on somebody. Okay, so my, my dream guest is to get my former pastor and mentor, which is nearly impossible to do is to get my pastor Rick Warren on this show. Uh, I'd love to have him on just because, well, genius the genius. genius man the man's an absolute genius so i'd love to have him on uh we're working on that hopefully we can get that worked out uh jeremy riddle uh is somebody i didn't see that coming yeah i would like to so i recently read a book from him uh mm-hmm. called reset and he has a fascinating uh take and challenging word on the celebrityism of uh the worship yeah uh, music industry Christian culture in general. Christian culture in general, yeah. but but worship music specifically, it is challenging, but man, it is hopeful. And uh, if you know Jeremy Riddle, man, he's been at the top of the game. Like he's yeah. seen it all, done it all, uh, received it all. You know, in terms of awards or whatever. But um, we're working on that. I would love to get him on the show because I don't think we've actually had. You mentioned this the other day. We've not actually had anyone in the worship music industry. Yeah on the show. And no. that would be a great conversation. We did draw out of Ainsley Britton that she did cut an EP in Nashville. That's true. Which was more country music than it wasn't worship <laughs> music. Apparently you can find that yeah. on Spotify. If yeah. You're really interested in that. Um, 
I'm surprised you didn't say Justin Bieber. I know that's on your heart. Well, You've I've already asked. About I've already asked about that, and yeah. we're we're trying to work on that. That would be a total dream guest. Like, yeah, that would be off the. Chart. I know that sounds crazy, bro. I'm like, I'm like, 47. I'm like, I want to talk to the Biebs. That new Freedom EP album, is bro, it's so crazy good. good. So it's good. crazy good. I'd um, love to have him on the show. As as is the new Church Basement album from Maverick yeah. City. So, which leads me to my one of mine, Chandler Moore. Yeah, somebody I'd love to have on the show. We've reached out to his people. Um, pastorally, uh, Chad Veach out of the Zoe Church, and he's got his own leadership podcast. Yeah. But I think Chad has a lot of leadership insight. And then you've already mentioned the, the godfather of them all, John Maxwell. We'd yeah. love to have John at the table. Erwin um, McManus. I would Irwin love McManus. to get Erwin on the show. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, and I'm going to drop a name we've already dropped Chris Kane. Come Chris, on, Chris. If you ever listen to the show. Come on, Chris. You know we know um, who you are, and we know that you know who we are. We got those connections. It's, it's like six degrees of separation, and we're only yeah. two degrees away. So, yeah. Um, Come on, Chris. So those are people who I think we'd love to have on the show, and so um, and people we're going to work on. So so listeners out there, we we these are people that we're not just throwing names out. Um, well, we are because it's kind of off the cuff, but. There are also people who we are really engaged in trying to get on the show so that you can have the experience we we experience. And so one of the things we've said all along the show is that we want to bring the green room to our listeners. Yeah. Like we want to bring the conversations that you would have backstage at a conference or a convention or wherever with high level leaders and get it to people who will never get there or yeah. can't get there right now. Yeah. Um, I reflect back on Larry Osborne. Remember that yep. conversation? He said, well, the most the powerful time, quotes in the whole podcast. By the time I got to the green room, I no longer needed, needed the people, the people. Who, yep. that were in there. Absolutely. Um, and so I need those people, and I'm not in the yeah. green room anywhere yet. Um, and I know some of our leaders who are trying to grow, well, they want those conversations. And so, friends, we're going to do our best to get more high-quality leaders on the show. Um, we're trying to dig them out of the woodwork, people you don't know, people you do know. Um, and bring them to you so that so we can all keep growing and give us give us recommendations people yeah. that you've encountered like just incredible leaders i mean it's it's not that they have to be famous or well right. known at all i mean it, that's just kind of the bend that we've been towards just because that's kind of the doors yeah. that god has opened but we've also brought some some influencers yeah. that nobody yeah. knew about yeah exactly so it doesn't have to be that they're world famous you know best-selling authors um, but, but still, I mean, so give us recommendations and yeah, people that you'd like us to talk to on the show. That's so. how we got Mark Clark. Uh, we we got a, Mark guest, Clark. a couple guests actually recommend Mark Clark to us. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know this guy. Yeah. Um, but that was a great conversation. That was a too. fantastic conversation. So season five, um, if you're counting with us, if you're not counting, just more episodes are coming. Um, more guests are coming. High quality leadership content. Um, so we're working on it. Yeah. We're working on it for you guys. So. Send recommendations. Hit us up on the socials. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tag people that you want to be on the yeah. show. We're going to tag people we want to be yeah, on the Twitter, show. Twitter is at Leadership Drip. Instagram, The Leadership Drip. So those are the best places to find us. Yeah. yeah we do Facebook, sure. but not very well. Not very well. So, but those are the socials to find us. DM us, tag us, whatever you can do. Um, so, yeah. So, personal life, what's so what's going on with Gosh, you? Gosh, yeah. We, we, yeah. So, um, you know, it's been a crazy year, um, and cool things have, have transpired. But a couple things that working for me right now is I'm I'm about ready to finish my dissertation. Doctor Rob in the hizzy. Finally, so uh, September first is my deadline, and um, I've already pray, submitted the pray first friends. three. Pray, friends. I've already submitted the first three chapters, and so that's gone very well. Uh, on the quiet front, I'm not ready to announce yet, but 
but there's some there's some personal leadership uh, consulting things that I'm working on, which I'm really really excited about that have kind of evolved out of this show this season. Excellent. Uh, and then here on campus, and 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 Jeff, I'm going to be. This is this is so new. Jeff doesn't even know yet. Breaking news. Friends. Breaking news. I am working on a conference for next year that I'm really really excited about that centers a lot around some of these conversations that we have had and um uh i'm going to give you one keyword all right keyword is exiles exiles so some really cool stuff in the works um really excited about that and then just on a personal level things are great family is good um my wife and I are celebrating our 25th anniversary in just a couple of weeks. Congratulations to you and Dana. So we are, we're going to sun it up in Hawaii with some friends uh, who live and there. And he is bringing Kona coffee back friends. Don't, uh, don't, yes. don't let it get by you. Kona there coffee there will, will be, be Kona back. coffee. So, but yeah, man, it's, it's been an exciting year. God's done some great things and uh, the campus is, is good. Um, there is an undercurrent of revival happening on campus that, that we don't get to talk about a ton on the show. Yeah. Uh, we've had some challenging, challenging times this semester on on a couple different fronts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything from protests to just um, yeah. it's, it's been challenging, difficult conversations, and those are all externals that are covering up what God is really doing underneath. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm excited about seeing happen on campus this coming year because I believe God is going to really bring to the to the surface that bubbling of revival that's happening on our campus and it is it is good stuff. I think I think Lee is a microcosm of what God is doing with young people and young adults. I agree. Everywhere. Yeah. So How about you man? So what's you got some exciting oh, news too. Hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um this episode releases Tuesday coming up. Yeah. So we were always released on a Tuesday. And Saturday I will be graduating with my that's Masters what's of up. Arts. Uh, finally done. The thesis is done. If you follow me on social media personally, you know that I got an A minus on that. So praise the Lord for that. Um, so I will get my cool robe and all the things, um, or hood. I get a hood, right? You get a hood. Yeah. You get hooded. Um, I may wear that for like two weeks straight around the house. The kids are just going to see me in that. Like, and they, I won't make them call me master cause that's weird, but you know, like, uh, I'm going to celebrate big time. My, yeah, my father-in-law awesome. is coming to make some barbecue, which I love. He's like the master of barbecue. Um, and Rachel and I are, are really stepping out of faith. Yeah. Um, this, this podcast and some of our conversations and some things we talked about off the air, um, we are, we're planting a church here in Cleveland. Um, yeah. and so we're partnering with the assemblies of God, um, some friends there and, um, taking a lot of the lessons that we talked about with, with leaders here in the podcast and implementing those things. Um, we're aiming super young. We're going to be using, um, college interns right away. So really, if if you know anybody at Lee uh, who needs a church, we'd love to have them and have a conversation. If you want to move to Cleveland <laughs> and start a church. Chris Kane, if you want to move to Cleveland. Uh, no, it's a- <laughs> well, um, and I don't celebrate her enough, but my wife is ridiculously incredible. Yeah. Um, Rachel is one of the best Bible teachers I know. Um, she started Propel, uh, a chapter of Propel, which is with Chris Kane. And that organization here on the campus of Lee University. Um, and so she's growing that and she's got some things in the works for that. And we're planting a church and we are throwing ourselves heavy into this life of ministry. Um, and we're just excited about what God's doing next. And what's, what's always, and you know this, and I'm sure every leader knows this, 
there's this tension of excitement and fear that's always held in place. Man, that's a great that's new. a great place to be, man. It's I don't know if it's great. When like, you're, I know it's it's a great place to be, and so you know, Jeff and I, we of course we've been friends for you know twenty years, and um, you know, really even since I moved back to Cleveland from California like three years ago, yeah. this has been a conversation that we've had numerous times yeah. over the co- course of those three years and you know i'm so i'm so happy for you guys that you're actually going to get to flex your muscles a little bit in this area and uh and lead well so man we're excited for you and we know that you know uh god's going to do great things with that church plant and uh congratulations on on graduating in short to our friends pray for us as you finish the dissertation do pray as we launch the church (laughs) uh, we're gonna need prayer um and we want to say it one more time because we just we wouldn't be here without Alexa. Yeah, for sure. Um, Alexa has done incredible things. Anything artistic, the photos that you see, the the noises you don't hear, like she edits out. Um, so we want to celebrate her. She graduates next Saturday as well, yeah. and we'll move to California. And we are we we talk a lot about celebrating young adults. Yeah, and we talk a lot about putting young adults in position. Um, we want you guys to know as listeners, that's what we've done with Alexa. We love her. We think the world of her. She's going to find us a replacement though. So there's gonna be somebody else in her chair, um, come fall. And we're going to have some, another young adult that we celebrate right. and move forward. And so it's what we want to do. We're not just talking about young adults. We're actually doing it. Yeah. Um, but Alexa, we love you. We celebrate you. We're praying for your, tr- your journey in California. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited about the next season. Yeah, me too. In in podcasting and life. Podcasting and life. And to all of our friends who both listen, subscribe, rate, review, download, all of those things, we thank you so much. And to all the really cool, amazing guests that we've had on the show, thank you for investing in us. Yeah. Um, it, it means the world to us. And to those who are yet to come, thank you so much. And uh, it's you know, been a joy. You know what we do at every episode that we've never done? What's that? We ask the same question. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've never answered the question. We've never answered the question. So okay. So those are new, maybe new listeners. Never this listened. is off the cuff. Is, we we didn't the... plan this. Okay, okay. <laughs> As you guys tell, we're not great planners of things. <laughs> uh, the question is: What is one lesson you learned in college that did not take okay. place in the classroom? What is one lesson I learned in college that did not take place in the in the classroom? It is possible. This so this is this is what I okay. mean by that. Um, when I came to college as a freshman. I not was Lee, right? at Lee. Oh, freshman at Lee. Freshman at Lee. Because I was a freshman when I transferred here. Okay. When I came to Lee as a freshman, I was married, had kids, and worked at nights to support my family. And I graduated in three years. So to everyone who's listening or has a dream or has a calling or has a passion to pursue something that God has put into your hearts, know this. It is possible doesn't mean it'll be easy yeah doesn't mean it won't come without challenges doesn't mean that that you know you won't face obstacles but it is possible so with whatever you're doing whatever's got to put in your heart to do whether it's go to college go to school or whether it's plant a church like yeah. jeff and rachel or or whatever the things are if they're if they're god seeds if they're if they're if they're things that god has put in your heart to do know that it is possible yeah. So step out in faith, take huge risks. And um, that's definitely one thing I learned that's carried me through some seasons in life. When I reflect on my time in college, 
yes, we did the academics and we graduated and all those kinds of things. That's great. But, but I learned that, that it is possible. It is possible. Trust God, move forward. And as my cousin told me, even before I was a believer, when she, she invested in my life and that's a whole different story for a different day, but I still have the, uh, I still have the post-it note in my Bible and this is probably 35 years ago. Almost, yeah, 35 years ago. She wrote a post-it note and left it on my wall one time. It says, trust in Jesus and you'll go far. So to my cousin Christy, thank you. And to those who are dreamers, keep dreaming because it is possible. What about you? I hate to be cliche and echo what everybody else says, um, but it's been the friendships. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously this one we talked about, you and I, we met in Old Testament survey and and – and really, we, we've said a hundred times, we set out to write a book and started a podcast. Um, but my friend Ashley Wilson, who I planted a church with in Lexington, mm-hmm. and just it just seems like, and those were like decades after after college, that those relationships were so vital, so important. The people I still have conversations with are, are people from college. Um, one of the most important men in my life is the mentor I had in college. Um, those relationships, and this is, I sat with a student yesterday who's, who was considering Lee and the parents are talking about money and we, we don't want to go in debt and right. blah, 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 an important conversation. Right. And I looked at the young lady and I said, I said, your academics are important. I said, the money's important, but know that between 18 and 24, you're going to make some of the most important relationships in your life and where you go to school affects that. Right. And I'm a testimony to that, that those are some of the most significant friendships that have been in my life. Some of the most important conversations in that season and later are with those people. Um, it was just funny when we started the podcast and like we started asking that question, the amount of people who said that. Yeah. I was like, it, it must it, be a, it's a, so true. a truth. It's you know, so that true. It just lasts. Um, and so I, I, relationships that were the probably the most critical thing. Um, and I was, I'll say this, the, the second most important thing or the, the one that is piggybacked with it is Dr. William Lamb, who works here at the university now and a friend and mentor to me said, uh, you're responsible to give away what God has given you mm-hmm. freely. You received freely give. And that has been a life principle. Like, like just give away as God pours in, give out. Yeah. Um, and I think that was the, the other lesson in college I really took to heart has been sort of a life principle for me. Um, and I'd like to say I learned to drink coffee in college, but it wasn't until I was like 30. I was a late bloomer on it. <laughs> yes. And amen. Yes. And so, amen. Well, but that's cool. As we always say here, at the leadership drip, you have a seat at the table. Yes, sir. Thanks for being a friend. God bless guys. Hey friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of the leadership drip. We loved having you at the table for this conversation. Would you do us a favor and comment, rate, subscribe, and share on your social media? That way we can get this content to other great leaders. And stay connected with us on Instagram at The Leadership Drip and on Twitter at Leadership Drip. And remember, you have a seat at the table.